people, I'm Chris, I'm your host, and you're listening to Network Nation, the politically incorrect podcast where I discuss personal and professional growth so that you don't head to the grave with regret. See, come on, man. That, that one, see, that one felt good. That one felt good today. I've been struggling with this whole breathing thing. I brought it up in my last podcast. I feel like my fucking heart rate hits like 130. I'm out of breath. And I'm like, shit, I got to talk for like another 10, 20, 30 minutes. Woo. But listen, I figured it out. I got to take a breath right after I say nation. And then I got to take a breath right after I say growth. And that allows me to kind of revamp for that next sentence. You know, because like I said, I like to bring that intensity to you guys. So I found the solution. And speaking of that, this is a, a perfect segue. Speaking of solutions, I'm going to dive right into this today, you guys. Pragmatism versus idealism. Okay, pragmatism is a way of dealing with problems or situations that focuses on practical approaches and solutions. Ones that will work in practice as opposed to being ideal in theory. Okay? And when it mentions practical solutions, practical meaning some sort of practice or action. And one of my favorite things that I've read, absolute favorite things, is that action gets priority over thought. I will say that again. Action gets priority over thought. That's why there's the whole quick slogan of don't think, just do. If there's something that you're scared of that you know you need to do, if you're going skydiving, if you have that big interview, don't think, just do. And this plays into a lot of times why you can see very ignorant people get ahead in life. Because here's what happens. Smart people, critical thinking people, a lot of times they overthink themselves out of situations because of ideas that they've painted in their head. So for, I'll give you a prime example. So you guys see that, you know, that douchebag, just the, this douchebag of a personality in the bar and he's going after this hot chick and he's just pushing and pushing and pushing and he get he gets the chick or he, he finally gets her to strike interest in him, right? Because he just carries a level of almost ignorance of how he's coming off because he just took action. But then you get the dude that might be better looking. The girl might even be more into that personality more, but the guy talks himself out of it because of shit he's saying in his head. What if I get rejected? She might not be into me, whatever, whatever, whatever. So I'll say that one more time. Action gets priority over thought. Another real world example of everything going on today, you know, an idealistic thought is thinking that Donald Trump or DeSantis is going to come into office and just change our country. Look, they might help. They might help in the process. But a more practical thought is that we change who the fuck we are individually in our home, how we're raising our kids. And then we collectively change as a society and we strengthen as a society and we learn how to stand up and say, fuck you to all these POSs in office trying to turn this country into a communist, communistic nation. I'll give you one more example. 
an ideal thought is that taking guns away is going to reduce crime, right? In theory, that's what it would do. Now, the more practical approach to that is the fact that there's evil in the world. There's always going to be evil in the world. There's always going to be crackheads who find illegal crack, just like there's always going to be violent criminals who find a way to kill. They're going to find guns. It is not hard to build a fucking gun. I've done it myself. I did a 300 blackout with two months of research. I understood barrel twist rates and trigger spring kits and uppers and lowers and all that shit. So people are going to figure it out. So the practical thought is to take action, arm yourself, be familiar with the second amendment, utilize the second amendment and understand that our fucking second amendment is the second amendment for a reason. So here's what I want to do. I want to share some advantages to pragmatism. And I just, I want to, I want to preface by saying a few things here. One, a lot of what I say is obviously my opinion. Well, all of what I say is my opinion. There's going to be some factual stuff thrown in there, but you guys get it. Most of the shit I say is subjective. You can argue the gun control shit. I've had, I've had buddies reach out to me about that stuff. You can argue a lot of what I say and that's fine. Go ahead but I've been on both sides. I've been a guy who was way more idealistic, way more emotional, ran off of emotion. I cared a lot more about what people thought about me. I wanted to be liked. I went into intimate relationships uh, with heavy emotion and it just, it just didn't work for me. (laughs) It didn't work for me. And there's always going to be a time and place for emotion. Always. It's extremely important. It's what allows for human connection. So I'm not saying that. But when I started becoming more pragmatic, more logical, it fucking changed my whole world, my whole world. And I want to tell you guys why these are some of the advantages to pragmatism and how it's impacted my life. And I hope that after you guys watch this or watch, I'll be doing video soon, by the way. Uh, But when you guys listen to this episode, I hope that you just start focusing more on pragmatism, read into it, practice it and it'll change your life. So the first advantage that I have here is is plain and simple. It allows for growth. It allows for easier growth. It allows you to spare emotion in certain situations and see more of a practical solution. Essentially, it allows you to focus more on what matters and less on what doesn't. So I'll give you an example of when Kara and I, you know, when we get into a fight, I am the more logical one. I'm the more pragmatic one. She is more of the emotional one. And I see sometimes what it can do to her when she operates more off of idealism, what would be ideal to her. And I have argued for a long time in our relationship. And it's funny because she's starting to grow a lot more pragmatically. uh, But I would come at her and I would just say, look, logically like this, this is what it is. This is what we're doing. This is not working. The result of this is not changing. So we need to look at a different solution here. It's that simple. What we're doing is not working. So what can we do that will work? I'm not trying to bring all this emotion into it. I wish you'd be this way. I wish I'd be that way. Like, look, I tr- like I am who the fuck I am and you need to trust that I'm going to grow and you are who the fuck you are and I trust that you're going to grow. So let's look at this objectively, right? Advantage number two is you can conduct better business. 
You know, when you're looking at a property and it reminds you of the house you grew up in, you know, it's, it's this cute, charming house, right? You emotionally get bought into this house and you buy it and you flip it and you lose money on it because the numbers didn't make sense, but you really wanted the house, right? Because ideally the house would have sold for this because you think it should have sold for this because you had this emotional attachment to it. Whereas pragmatically, you would look at the comparables in the area. You would see that this house is not going to sell for what you think it could sell for. And you're not going to be able to get this house that you want because the numbers don't add up. So you're able to conduct better business. It also allows you to be more direct with people, which allows for more efficiency and more respect. You know, again, there's a time and a place for emotion. I'm, I'm really keen on when I build a relationship with somebody, I really want to get to know who they are on a deep level. Like I truly do because I really pour into people and I genuinely care about the people that I associate myself with. And so I really do want to get to know somebody, but there's a time and a place for that. So when it comes to business, it's about business. Are the actions that we're taking getting us closer to the goal? I don't give a fuck if you're having a bad day. I don't give a shit, you know, that you slept wrong. Like, I just don't care. Is the job getting done or not? Are the actions we taking get us, getting us closer to the goals? Are the people involved in this deal the right people? Number three, and this kind of piggybacks off of the first two, but healthier relationships. You can have healthier relationships. You know, I go back to when Kara and I get into it, you know, seeing things pragmatically more action-based or more logically, it allows you to see the other person's viewpoint versus when you're coming from a point of idealism, you're run off of this emotion and you're run off of these ideas that are or are not serving you, right? So it clouds your ability to see the other person's point of view. So then it just becomes this selfish, self-fulfilling type of situation where you're, you're casting that on your partner, right? And again, that's something that I've been really blunt about where I'm like, dude, look, like when I'm, when I get into an argument with somebody, I like, I don't really give a fuck what's happened. You know, I don't like, I just, let's figure out what we can do to move past this. Let's focus on the solution. Like what's done is done. It's that simple. So by seeing the other person's viewpoint, it allows you to get a quick and easier route to a solution, right? It's like what I just said, let's focus on the solution because when you're focused on emotion, it blocks your ability to see the solution and move on. And that's why these people spin and spin and spin. That's why you see these up and down couples. They get into this fight, they're run off of emotion. They, you know, it calms down. They come back together again. They're run off of emotion. They have this pink cloud and then shit just keeps happening because they don't sit down and they don't say, okay, what the fuck are we doing? Because it's not working. So what can we change? Right? Love is just simply not enough. Plain and simple. Another aspect to the healthier relationships, it allows you to audit and choose your circle better. Right? So when you get into an intimate relationship or even a friend, you know, a lot of people have these thoughts of like what their partner or what their friend sh should ideally be like. Or when you meet somebody and they put on this facade or they put their, you know, their best foot forward, like they always do, like everybody does because they want to impress you, right? They want to be liked. 
there's all these emotions involved, the honeymoon phase. Well, when that wears off or when people start to change, a lot of people on the receiving end hang on to that person. They hang on to what they thought that person was. And they hang on to this idea about that person. Look, you got to fucking call a spade a spade. If a person starts to change, you've got to see that. You've got to have a logical, pragmatic, practical thought. What actions are they taking? Are they blowing you off? When you go out to eat, are they treating other people like shit? Are they acting like a douchebag? Are they shady? You got to look at these things. You got to look at actions, not ideally who they should be. Because you're just going to waste your fucking time. So it really allows you to audit and choose your circle. And I think that that's something that I, I am extremely good at. You know, if I see somebody act a certain way and it could be the smallest of things, I will note that in my mind. I will absolutely note that action in my mind because I'm looking at things from a, a practical standpoint. Yeah, sure. They might be funny. They might, you know, provide some emotional, you know, benefit. But from a logical perspective, just because somebody's funny, just somebody, just because somebody has one or two positive emotions doesn't mean they can't be a piece of shit at the same time, right? It's just facts. And this is one of my favorite. This is, this is my, my last big advantage because here's the thing, you guys, I have four advantages here. They all can really kind of play into each other. So I didn't want to get too granular with this. You guys know where I'm already going with pragmatism versus idealism, but I have number one, it allows for growth. Number two, it allows you to conduct better business. Number three, it allows for healthier relationships. Um, one thing I wanted to really tack onto the healthier relationships is with yourself. You know, you can do the same shit with yourself. Ideally you would be this way, you know, Oh, I, you know, I could have been this back in the day. Well, Hey, you're fucking not. And that same thought as to shoulda, woulda, coulda is the same reason why you're stuck in the same motherfucking place that you are right now. And it's probably where you're going to be stuck in the same place years and decades from now, unless you change that thought. So it can serve you as well and have you allow you to have a healthier relationship with yourself. I have no problem looking at my actions and what I do in my life and then looking at myself in the mirror and saying, dude, you're kind of a fucking loser. You're kind of getting your ass beat by a lot of people that you're competing with. You're kind of not serving the people around you, right? I don't give a fuck about the emotion. I'm not gonna sit there and feel bad and da, 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 because again, it goes back to the growth. If I focus on beating my, myself up and I focus on all these emotions, I'm blocking my ability to see the solution. That's why I think trauma is overrated. I just think trauma is very overrated. I think it's a fucking cop out. So those are the first three. My last one is it allows you to be proactive, not reactive. Okay. In a nutshell, high level, logic is proactive. Emotion is reactive. When I get into a fight with Kara, if I kind of fire back at her, I am emotionally reacting. If I walk away from her, I am being proactive about the situation to, to, to get, get right to work on the solution within the actual context of our, our argument, as well as with myself. I'm, I'm being proactive. I'm not being reactive. And that goes for business, life, et cetera. And that further allows you, especially more on the business side, because you're being more proactive, it allows for more creative thinking. And I think that's huge. I'm constantly focusing on 
what my actions are, how they play into the vision of my business. And because I'm always focused on this windshield outlook versus this, you know, reactive type of rear view, what's happened kind of thing, what sucks, what hasn't been ideal, et cetera. No, fuck all that noise. I'm focused on the windshield. I'm focused on where I'm going. I'm looking at my actions to see if they align with that. And if they don't, I'm figuring out why. Is it my actions? Is it the people in my life? Is it my situation, my environment? What is it? So listen, if you, if you got value from this show, you guys already know, please share it. Uh, this is like, this is truly one of the most like beneficial, greatest things you can fucking practice is pragmatism. Okay. So screenshot this podcast, go up to the top, right? Hit the little three dots, click share this episode, upload it to your Instagram, send it to a family member, a friend, and just, I would appreciate it if you guys share it. Okay. And before I let you go, I just want to say one more thing. Actions get priority over thoughts.